Welcome to the You Are Infinitely Loved podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Koos. We believe that loving yourself is the key to transforming every aspect of your life. And it's our hope that these conversations bring you one step closer towards embracing this truth. Welcome, welcome to our latest episode of You Are Infinitely Loved. It is a celebration episode for us. Woohoo! <laughs> We are celebrating a full year of hosting this podcast, and we are feeling pretty pumped about it. Yes, we are. This was a project that we started. I was, I mean, we published our first episode in October last year, hence the year anniversary. But I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, that the idea was kind of more like around April, March, April last Mm -hmm. year that we came up with this idea of doing a podcast for you all. Is that right? Yeah. It actually wasn't going to be a podcast first. That's right. It was going to be a blog. Blog. (laughs) And then we realized how terrible we are at writing. So we thought, hey, we always talk about this. Let's just record it. Yeah. That was pretty pretty narcissistic. (laughs) (laughs) We're brilliant. Our conversations are genius. We should do a podcast. (laughs) Not really how it came about, but that'd be a good story. That would be a good story. Now, I think what's interesting is also that the three of us met in the context of an event that was because of a podcast. So it's interesting to be like what connects us since before we even met was our love of podcasts. So it's true. You know, it's true. It's our opportunity to add one to the mix. And yes, I feel like, you know, when we started this podcast, we didn't really have a game plan. <laughs> it was hey, more a <laughs> super strategic. What are you talking about? I'm deciding how vulnerable should I be um, to our listeners? Well, we have this three-year plan and five-year plan. I'm not aware of that plan, but I'm glad to hear someone is. No, but we, if you had told us a year ago when we published our first episode that we would have people in 50 countries, more over than. 50 countries, more than. <laughs> uh, listening to our voices every couple of weeks, that would have blown my mind. And it does blow my mind. It feels um, really exciting and it feels really connecting for me. I feel like this topic that we've been interested in, that we've had to push into deeper and deeper each week to create content for, um, has benefited my life so deeply and it is such a joy to have other people be excited about it as well. Mm, it really is. It's super cool. And I think even though we joke about not having a plan, I mean, the three of us did sit down in a beautiful Airbnb in New York in at the end of August last year. And we talked about what we wanted our metrics to be or what our goals were or whether there would be like, what were we going for? Were we going for a certain amount of downloads? Were we trying, like, what did we want this to be? And so I think whilst we didn't have, you know, a strategy and a three-year plan, we certainly talked about it. And what we came to at the end of that discussion, unless I'm wrong, was that for us, it was just about publishing, if we could, 26 episodes over the course of a year, which is one episode every two weeks. And we almost got there. This is episode 25, I believe. So I think we have one So close. (laughs) (laughs) But we really did. I I remember when we were having those conversations, we were like, this 
originally like let's make this first year this is about us exploring something new seeing whether we like it talking about it and us connecting and getting our voices out there and as long as we show up and create the episodes that's our metric for success even if nobody listens to them right and that was our way of being self-loving about our self-love podcast (laughs) um just that we didn't have we didn't put any pressure on ourselves for it to be anything other than us being consistent and showing up for what's important to us right now Mm. and that to me has been like such a valuable life lesson just in how much of my life is really about showing up with a full and present heart Mm. and what comes out of that instead of the fear and anxiety of needing to perform and needing to Mm. um, have external metrics met you know yeah um so the irony mm. that we've met that we've had some really cool external metrics is kind of icing on the cake for sure um but i'm feeling really proud of us as a team we're on two different countries yeah uh different time zones completely and traveling quite a bit um and we we managed to do it almost almost (laughs) mostly (laughs) I think the main goal was to do it for a solid year before we decided whether to to quit or to keep going mm. and to see how we felt in a year and uh, to to do that much work and then at the end of the year feel like um that was really fun and that that added so much value to my own life mm. um feels really fun feels yeah. like a an extra bonus yeah yeah I mean the other reason we're doing this is so we get to talk to Sam right <laughs> It's the only time we get to talk to Sam. That's not true. You know, guys, I would actually talk to you without a microphone being present. <laughs> you don't have to. But what's the fun in that? What's, what's the fun? No, I think it's funny how um, it is an interesting thing, though. We have to meet online mm-hmm. every few days, few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And we talk in between, of course. But it is really fun to have a a thing that we have to... <laughs> yeah meet and talk for mandatory meetups (laughs) yeah i'm all for mandatory meetups but i just want to touch on something you said earlier Lindsay, because i think what's interesting in the um self-development personal growth space is that you hear all of the time this kind of um quote around you know focus on the process don't focus on the result like let's stop thinking about the end result and start enjoying the journey. You know, it's about the journey, not the destination. Like there's every kind of, you know, cheesy cliche you can come up with, but that's exactly, I mean, that's what we did this year was. Wait, wait, Sam, is this where you launch our motivational posters (laughs) side biz? Exactly. This is what's coming. (laughs) But in all seriousness, you know, I often talk to people about the fact that, you know, if I'm working on someone with a health goal, for example, if they focus on consistently showing up, then the result takes care of itself. And so to your point earlier around the external kind of metrics and things that have come off, come off for us, I think that's a great, you know, it really is evidence of that fact that when you focus on the process of consistently showing up and putting something out into the world, then often it's, just that consistency that pays off and then yeah now we do have listeners in more than 50 countries and we were able to interview some really amazing people and we have thousands of downloads and everything kind of happened without us really focusing on that external metric and I think Mm -hmm. 
when we, in the moments where we do, when we, and I know that I have been guilty of this, like if my mindset shifts to, well, let's really like look at these results, then you can, I can get really self-critical ironically and start being like, ah, that's not that many downloads. That's like not enough people listening and if I compare it to these other podcasts they've got hundreds of thousands of downloads so maybe this isn't good enough you know I think when we it's amazing how your entire perspective shifts when you start focusing on these kind of end results rather than the the joy that comes out of simply showing up and creating for the sake of creating yes I agree You know, I think a big part of what's brought me the most joy um, doing this with you both is that we've got to connect both with some of our heroes and interview them. Our minds have just been blown with that, as well as connecting with people who have been listening um, just Mm. from getting messages, uh, getting people in real life um, contacting us and and Mm -hmm. telling us that they're listening and that Mm. they're taking away and they're participating um, with these conversations just feels really wonderful and really connecting for me. Yeah. That for me has definitely been the highlight getting, I'll get texts. Sometimes it's through Facebook, through Instagram, through people. I know it was a pretty funny experience me being in Portland over the summer and having some people come up to me and be like, this is so familiar I know you and I'm like who are you like that idea that someone's been listening to your voice for you know maybe at that point eight nine months and they know my voice really well and know what I talk about and they're like keep doing what you're doing keep spreading this message I'm like I've never met you so that was I mean to be fair I know zero other Australians in Portland so I mean I want you to feel special and loved but like I mean it's just my accent right (laughs) It really is fun, though, to hear from people that you'd be like, wait, you listen to a podcast? Yeah. What? Okay, it's awesome. It can also be a little vulnerable because mm. sometimes we share stuff on here that is, you know, close to our hearts and, Ooh, and yeah. intimate and transparent. <laughs> and then you're, you're, you're asking your, you know, your dentist is like, so, and you're like, oh, oh, wow, you are not the person I was thinking of. <laughs> Totally. when I made this podcast so yeah yeah that was one of the highlights for me just to hear from a lot of people that I haven't heard from for a long time mm. recently a former high school teacher of mine texted me <laughs> and thanked me for accompanying her on a drive to Orlando Ugh, and I, I was just that. like what yeah mm-hmm. and just telling me how much she loved our episode about friendships and I don't know it just warmed my heart yeah I love that and so the other thing that I guess I wanted to reflect on in this when we're talking about the year that we've had is the fact that it can be so I think we're all guilty of this to an extent but this kind of not taking the time to pause and reflect on Mm -hmm the growth and the things that have gone right and just being in that mode of what's next, what's next, what's next? How can we do this bigger? How can we do it better? Where did we, you know, like I feel like that can, can happen sometimes where it feels like, 
you know, you can see so much potential for something and you can see, oh my gosh, it could be so much bigger and it could be so much better and we could reach so many more people that you kind of discredit or fail to acknowledge how much you've grown in that Mm -hmm. period of time to look back and be like, well, a year ago we had nothing. Like we (laughs) didn't, the quality of our audio wasn't as good. We didn't have, you know, I know at least my microphone has improved in the last year, (laughs) but little things like we didn't really, we had nothing and we didn't really know what we were doing. And so rather than, and I think, I think it's uh, Todd Herman who talks about the the difference between, he, he talks about people looking ahead towards that gap between where you are now and where you want to be mm-hmm. and versus looking back at the gap between where you are now and where you came from. And he talks about the fact that when we look at where, he calls it like the chasm of despair. Sometimes when you look <laughs> ahead at this huge gap that you perceive between where you are right now and where you want to be, that can actually have a detrimental effect because it can be super unmotivating because you think, oh my goodness, I have so far to go. What's the point? But that if you can shift your perspective, and this is what he calls the chasm of confidence, and you look back at where did I start and where am I now? And then you're like, wow, it really is this, you know, gap of showing all of the confidence and all of the strengths and all of the things that you've built over that time. And I think we're so used to, at least in our society in the West, looking ahead and having that kind of feeling of despair, like I'm not quite measuring up, which is, you know, pretty uh, the opposite of self-love versus looking back and being like, hang on a sec, let's take some time to look at how far I've come and all the growth that I have had and all of the wins that I've had. And so I think that's what the point of this episode is, is to be like, okay, we might see this limitless kind of potential for where this could be and, and look at all of the room to grow that we still have, but let's take a moment, a brief moment to sit and acknowledge where we've come from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see also how this plays out even in relationships. Mm. You know, um, when we think about the kinds of friendships we want to have or romantic relationships we want to have, it can seem like I am so far from that. And yet when you look at all the ways in which you are making healthier choices than you did in the past Mm. and the more that you let self-love practices infiltrate the way you do relationships Mm. um holy smokes that is a really giant growth metric you know yeah and I think when we apply this to the topic that the three of us talk about in every single episode that we ever do of self-love it is about rather than having the tendency to be like oh my goodness I still I still have critical self-talk. I still beat myself up too much. I'm still not kind enough. Rather than look at all of the ways you're falling short of this beautiful uh, self-loving treatment of yourself at all times Mm -hmm. to look at, hang on, where did you come from? Because if you came from such a place of harsh judgment, self-criticism, self-loathing, not having any boundaries, whatever it may be, chances are that you've actually come a long way from there and yeah this is about again dropping that Mm -hmm. perfectionism and being like you know what I'm not the most self-loving human being and I still have moments where I am mean to myself but compared to how I treated myself a year ago oh my goodness look right at generally how much better I am at just treating myself with some love and kindness I think a big win for me doing this podcast has been an accountability 
you know, just for not perfectionism, not for being a self-love, flawless, you know, queen of self-perfectionism. I mean, self-love. <laughs> self-perfectionism. Whoa. <laughs> We've decided to change the direction of this podcast. We're now going for perfectionism. Be perfect always. (laughs) The new podcast from the You're Infinitely Love team. (laughs) That's the podcast I can relate to. Perfection over progress. (laughs) Oh, wow. New hashtag. Uh, No, but I think um, for me personally, when we started the podcast, I was less than thrilled because I haven't loved leaving my, like a voicemail even. And so even the concept of, I talk a lot about, you know, with my clients about using your voice, like practicing Mm. using your voice, even if it's not a really important thing. um, If it doesn't really matter to you what the group does, there's still the skill of flexing the muscle of using your voice figuring out who you are, what you want and expressing it, how important that is. Mm. And for me, um, when we actually first met Sam, we had our mutual friend, Kate said, uh, let's join a Voxer group. And I was like, I will join a text group with you people. (laughs) I am not going to. So Voxer is an app where you, it's like a walkie talkie back and forth Mm. and you're leaving voicemails. I'm like, this is the why texting was invented so we don't have to leave voicemails anymore but here we are and i remember leaving those first few voxers and feeling really self-conscious because Mm. i tend to talk fast i tend to mumble i get pretty excited and am like a chihuahua off leash and just want (laughs) to talk about all the things really fast um and so it's interesting how that was just a couple of years ago and to go from that to now recording my voice regularly and having no problems, no insecurities around that is Mm. an interesting self love growth for me that I can measure. Mm. That is completely an opposite problem than mine. (laughs) Pregnant pause there. (laughs) Well, that this is a perfect example of it. My biggest insecurity is that I talk very slowly I try and edit out the pauses because I try. Oh, gosh, no. So are you saying that our listeners have not been getting the real coos? They don't get the real coos. Oh, my gosh. Um, I mean, to yeah, be fair, that's... this is not your first language. <laughs> to be yeah, fair, think... they get the I real think... coos. I just edit out long silences in between words. Contemplation. Pauses. Anyways, it, I think that's the thing for me is that English isn't my first language. And sometimes I have to really think about whether or not I'm, whether or not worry, I'm, I'm, I'm saying Never. <laughs> the right words. Um, yeah. So but I was talking about this with a friend recently, and that is, you know, I guess it all comes down to the uh, to media. And, and this for me is the funny part is that obviously I, this was a former career of mine, not podcasting, but, uh, media. And so I've edited audio before I've edited video before. And one of the things that's interesting is when you're having a conversation with people, when you're actually connecting with people, when you're in a room with people and someone speaks and they have, you know, they're a little bit slower in the way that they say things and there are more pauses in between words. It's 
there's zero issue with that in real life because someone is there and they can see you and there's all of the visible uh, cues in the room, right? So they can see that Chris is still talking. They can see that he's thinking. They can see that the next word is coming. They can, And there's no, there isn't this, no one's sitting around thinking when they're talking to you, Chris, oh, my God, please, come on, get it out, right? Because... I don't know, Lindsay. <laughs> but... When you strip that back, right, and when you're when I'm editing a podcast and I'm trying to put on producer hat, what I mean, everything I was ever taught in whether it was when we were doing radio production or TV production, it's like you can't have dead air. They call it right. You can't because someone's going to think that their headphones aren't working. Like if there's silence, they're going to be like, "Hang on, my phone just broke. What's going on?" Because they can't see that actually you're there. So it's funny because you know, I would prefer to kind of not edit it at all. And, but actually it's, it's one of those things where I'm like, nah, I just got to take a little bit of this silence out because people are going to think that their, their device no. isn't working anymore. <laughs> I mean, that's probably why I don't talk as much because I just don't want Sam to spend too much time <laughs> editing my long pauses. Like even it's not just about me thinking about what I need to say. What if I put the wrong emphasis on words i mean <laughs> emphasis on words oh geez oh geez i think the minute that Lindsay and i start doing a podcast in a second language then you know we we might earn the right to <laughs> to be able to say something about that but right now i mean i mean i could i could just start doing a podcast in french but i think i would have the same issue that you have Coos, where i feel like i'd be looking for my words i'd be taking a longer time to construct my sentences yeah, I think, you know, all of this is just us saying that this project, doing this podcast, has brought up some of our insecurities. And to practice being vulnerable with that in front of an audience that we can't control, we have no idea who's listening, where they're coming from. I mean, we have a little bit of tracking, but no idea really the specifics of who who's listening to us. Mm. And to practice being vulnerable in that way is really interesting. Um, and I, I feel really grateful for it because it has helped me to use my voice in other ways. Mm. Um, I have flexed that muscle of being a little more vulnerable um, with other people about what I'm learning about self-love, the ways I am being critical of myself and, and trying to switch that, you know? Yeah. And I think for me, in terms of learning, it's it's been really interesting to see how when you have this thing that you have to keep coming back to every couple of weeks and recording new episodes, then it does force you to really think, oh, hang on, how can I go even deeper with this? How does this show up in different ways? And I think you're kind of forced to learn more and more and more and more about a particular topic and really dig deep. And I think we don't get that opportunity in our lives. Mm -hmm. We don't get that opportunity with other topics and we just maybe scratch the surfaces from things because we never actually ever have to go that deep if we're not creating consistently. So I think consistent creation for me has been such a kind of a, a way of in, increasing the amount that I get to learn you know, whether I like it or not, I have to kind of <laughs> come come up with something and be like, hang on, if I don't know about this aspect of it, how can I learn some more? How can I, you know, challenge myself to to think about the conversations that I'm having throughout my week and how this might be showing up in the different people that I speak to? Mm -hmm. And just it really challenges me to keep learning. And I think that is one of the most 
like beautiful lessons and something that I think would be really helpful for for listeners to think about is like what's something that you just want to explore in a really deep way and is there a way that you could have you know something that kind of does force you to come back to that every couple of weeks and keep pushing Mm -hmm. yourself to keep learning I absolutely agree with this I was just looking at my phone and checking out the past episodes that we've recorded and just remembering how many times you know we did some pre-work and discussing some topics and actually dig deep to see like where do we stand on this Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. how do we individually practice self-love on a particular topic Mm -hmm. and that was really good because otherwise you don't really think about them yeah yeah it really is an incredible uh accountability tool for us because we can't be researching this and reading about this and talking about it and then not practicing it that Mm. just wouldn't really fly i mean Mm. i I guess we could do that (laughs) but Mm. i feel like even you know when i'm walking with friends or hanging out with with girlfriends um they're asking me about self-love questions and Mm. how i'm practicing it Mm. and that's another form of accountability. So it really is interesting to have the thing that I most want to grow in to build in accountability around it mm-hmm. so that I'm, I'm committing to do it. And I I've got some incentive to keep going. Yeah. And I think, you know, this is the thing, like when I think about conversations that we generally have with people, it's very, it can be really easy to fall into the trap of almost like it feels like you're having the same conversation with this person over and over and mm-hmm. over again, you know, where you just, you're like, oh, I don't, people say, oh, what's new? And you're like, nothing really. Like, I don't, you know, like, it's interesting how, unless, how just having something to create really does give everyone this basis of like, okay, how can we come up with something new, be curious, be open-minded, bring something new to the table. And I feel like that's something that we can get into these, whether it's in our intimate relationships or whether it's in our friendships, we can get into these patterns of just like, it feels like we know everything that we can about that person or about that topic and it's same old, same old, because if you're not being forced to create anything, then yeah, you can just keep repeating the same conversation that you had the day before Mm -hmm. and talking about the same old, same old things. But when you're creating something new, you have to think, huh, what's another way I could think about this? Right. And I think that just for life is like a huge, like the more we could be thinking, hey, how can I create something out of this? Or how could I step mm-hmm. a bit further into this? Like, the, you know, the more fulfilling our yep. relationships would be. Overall, we've learned so much about ourselves and about what our values are, what's most important to us and Mm. what we want to be known for. Mm. And that to me is gold. And Mm. I'm wishing that for everyone I know, just to be able to push more into how do you get to be the kind of person you want to be? Mm. And I I really do think that the train driving that is going to be self-love. And when you are the most kind and self-loving that you can be towards your, I mean, towards yourself, of course. <laughs> um, but when you're as kind and loving towards yourself as you can be, I think you just go so far into the ways, the values that you want to live out, the person you want to be. Mm. And there's such freedom in that. For me, there's been such freedom 
in allowing myself to be a beginner, be a beginner podcaster, Mm -hmm. um, be a beginner artist, be a big, just be a beginner in a lot of things Mm -hmm. and how much joy that's given me in this past year. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. And I think that's a really great conversation just to leave our question rather to leave Mm -hmm. our listeners with, which is what do you want to be known for? Mm -hmm. You know, like, what is it? that you really want to be known for. And Mm -hmm. if there's something that comes to mind, how can you show up as that person or how can you create something in that area so that this is the message that you're leaving to the people, Mm -hmm. you know, that you love and care about. So yeah. How can you inhabit that? Whether it's, you know, you don't all have to go out and create podcasts, although we welcome them, (laughs) but it could be, how do you show up as that person that you want to be known for, you know, in your role as a parent or as a sister, or, you know, just how do you model that in your behavior? What is Mm -hmm. it that you want to be known for? Oh, so good. Well, as we have decided to continue our project on. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. We should have had that conversation before. (laughs) As we continue forward, uh, we are thinking about ways in which we can grow. And we, as a little trio, have been thinking about the ways that we want to move forward. Um, what skills do we want to learn? What more, like, what self love practices do we want to um, experiment with? Mm. And who do we want to connect with? Who else i mean the fact that we've got to talk to our heroes this past i mean (laughs) let's talk about we all have a giant i don't know deep deep love for jonathan field especially who brought us together Mm. and to be able to sit down and chat with him was just i don't know full circle dream moment um felt so great and and i feel like we've genuinely enjoyed every guest we've had on Yes. And so um, I know that we'll continue to have um, more guests that inspire us, that we are obsessed with. Um, <laughs> yes. For within reason. <laughs> no suffering. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think one of the things that the three of us, or at least, yeah, no, I can say the three of us have identified is is an area of growth <laughs> opportunity That's for us all is, we suck at this you know, right the now the skill set that we need to learn <laughs> is is marketing right is promotion yeah and it's one of those things that for whatever reason none of us are particularly like thrilled about or motivated about or excited about and I've certainly been like this in all aspects of my business where I just kind of show up and do the thing that's fun for me but then the idea of like promoting myself or getting it out into the world feels like whilst I want to, it's almost like I don't put the time and energy into learning how to do that well. And so that's something that, you know, for us to get this message out to more people is really, really important. So I think as one of our ways of improving our own marketing, one thing that we would love your help with as our listeners is could you please, if you are listening to this podcast and enjoying the podcast and you have not already, could you please pop on over to iTunes and leave a review? Uh, Because reviews is what helps in the podcast world. This is kind of how people find podcasts, right? So they look up shows that are well-rated and that are getting good reviews. And so for us as as a way of getting our message out to more and more people and teaching as many people as possible how to love themselves, we really need, we need our listeners, the people like you to, to leave us a review. 
and doesn't need to take long. So if you can jump on over and do that for us, that would significantly help us in our marketing efforts. <laughs> Unless you think we're terrible and we're idiots, then no need. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> but, and also, I think another cool thing would be uh, for our listeners to let us know what type of topics like we want to keep creating content that is relevant and helpful and useful for you all. You know, there's no point us just chatting about things, things for the sake of us having a conversation that's recorded. We hope to be serving you in some way, shape or form. So if there's a topic or if there's a person that you know that you think would be a great guest for us to interview, then please just drop us, you know, a, uh, a message in Instagram or comment on Instagram or Facebook, or you can even head on over to youareinfinitelyloved.com and fill out the contact form. It has our email there and you can send us an email and let us know what are the topics that are interesting to you. What are the episodes that you've loved that you want us to talk more about uh, any kind of question that comes to mind for you or an area that you're finding challenging in the self-love realm, then we would love to answer it for you. And we would love to figure out how we can create an episode that is useful for you. So please let us know what that is so that we do have, you know, something to inspire us to, to create more. Yeah. I feel like in closing, I just want to say that what a wonderful year this has been for all of us. I think I can speak for all of us. Um, for the listeners, Coos just gave Lindsay a hug. I feel like this <laughs> needs to be said. Put his arm around her. Oh my gosh, I'm crying. I wish this was video right now so people could see the love. <laughs> so much love. No, but um, we've had the privilege of creating something that has been so stinking fun for us. Mm. It's been so uh, an amazing growth challenge. There hasn't been really any hiccups or any hard spots about it <laughs> my challenge that... is trying to bring down the volume of all of the laughter <laughs> <laughs> i tend to laugh at everything so as do you Lindsay. so it's oh, like yeah. oh my gosh another laugh bring that volume no. down <laughs> yeah. the editing has been a nightmare for sam but other than that <laughs> um just knowing that we're part of a bigger community, a part of um, people who are seeking out how to live life really well and intentionally. And I cannot tell you how much that fuels me to know that this path, um, there's many of us on this path and mm. it is such a joy to travel together. Mm. So thank you for being on this path with us. And we are looking forward to launching season two in two weeks. Well, depends when you're listening to this episode, but basically we are coming back to you with season two and we are going to hopefully be able to consistently show up every two weeks. That is the plan. <laughs> it's okay if we didn't. <laughs> Progress, not perfection. <laughs> oh, geez. We'll work on our slogans. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and please, as I said before, head on over to iTunes to leave a review. We would absolutely love that. Thank you for listening to this episode. Our hope is that each day you feel more connected to the knowledge that you are infinitely loved. If you want to continue this conversation, you can find us at yourinfinitelyloved.com.